0: The following recording is the personal opinions of Dr. Bradley Coverdale, and do not in any way, shape, or form reflect the opinions of any of his former, current, or future employers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 4 of Data-Informed Campus, Insights for Leaders and Those Who Support Them. I'm your host, Bradley Coverdale. Apologies for the late episode release. I returned home from the summit Wednesday night to a wife who was excited that I was back only to find a few hours later that she wasn't feeling well anymore. My life became a balance of caring for her while making sure my energetic boys didn't tear up the house and also preparing for my parents' visit this week, not to mention making sure that we didn't get sick as well. I'm working on pre-recording these sessions to be ready for such events in the future, but it will probably take a little bit of time to get there, and I appreciate your patience as I work out my schedule. Before we move on to today's topic, I'm thrilled to announce an exciting project that's just around the corner. Next month, I'm hosting my very first LinkedIn Live session. This interactive workshop will walk you through creating a simplified version of the PD Knowledge Repository with Tableau Public. And I understand the challenges of building institutional dashboards with proprietary data. So I prepared a set of dummy data that everyone could safely use to follow along and learn in real time. Keep an eye out for the invitation link coming your way soon. And hey, if we haven't connected yet on LinkedIn, now's the perfect opportunity. Just search for my name or follow the link on my Spotify profile page. Plus, there's another exciting project in the works. I'm working on my own company website, but more details on that venture later. Before we move on to today's discussion, let's take a quick look back at our previous episode on the critical role of clear definitions in higher education data analytics. We discussed how precise definitions such as those in the pd knowledge repository enhance the accuracy and impact of our data analysis by examining real life examples like distinguishing between course success and completion we underscored the importance of clarity and avoiding misunderstandings and fostering trust among stakeholders you can always catch this and all the other previous episodes on spotify and if you did listen i'd love to hear your feedback you can leave a comment get in touch with me on LinkedIn, or email me at bcdatainsights at gmail.com. Now on to today's topic. I know last episode I teased that we would be talking about how to accurately interpret data, but after attending the Helio Campus Summit last week, I thought it was better to share insights from the sessions instead. We'll come back to how to interpret data next time. First, let me say this was the first vendor conference I would attended, and the Helio Campus did a great job making me feel welcome. I was touched by the yummy treats I received as a thank you gift for presenting my work, after I made sure I wouldn't end up paying for an extra hotel charge like you do sometimes when opening up Fiji water bottles. Everyone was so nice and willing to help out where they could, even being patient with me for making last minute changes to my presentation based on what I observed from the other sessions. It was so great to hear encouraging words from those who had heard about my podcast and also see excitement from others wanting to learn more i was very glad i had my business cards on hand with the qr code for easy access quick side note as i prepared my notes for this episode i realized i didn't pay as much attention to name pronunciations as i should have so i apologize in advance if i say your name wrong as i share about your work During the opening, when Darren Catalano shared the theme of the summit, High Stakes Higher Education, it reminded me of why I'm still in this field 15 years later. While it's no secret that today's education environment is full of challenges and pressures, to me it's always been high stakes for our students. For many of the students I worked with, higher education was the opportunity to escape from poverty that resulted from decisions made by generations who were excluded and never provided the resources to succeed. The current criticisms from the media on the value of higher education has forced many institutions to look inward to try to better understand what they can do to better provide students the best chance of a better future. Darren reminded us that to do that, colleges and universities need the insights provided by data so that leaders can be informed as they make decisions. Next was the keynote speaker, James Wiley. I'd never heard of him before, but after his talk I wanted to make sure I connected with him as soon as I could. He wasn't afraid to ask the audience the hard questions, especially when he challenged us to think about the problem we're trying to solve, and to go deeper than just wanting to promote student success, because that really should be the goal of anyone that's part of higher education. He really made me think about the predictive models I had seen used at institutions. Especially when he asked questions about if we were sure we had the right drivers, and if we were evaluating them over time to ensure the models were working correctly, or just hoping that what worked before was still working now. I've been wondering for years how effective my own institution's student risk models were, and the value it would provide to build confidence with the leadership if we could show that trend over time so that everyone had a clear definition of what's being measured. Definitely gave me pause to see that the highest predictors of student success were based on the career readiness solutions the institutions had, as well as their faculty information systems, and not retention solutions. Yet, as I think back, it kind of makes sense. It feels like students want to see the return on investment for spending time, money, and energy on higher education. What are the skills they will learn to be better prepared in the workforce and improve their way of life? If that target is clear and understood by students, maybe the way we look at helping them achieve that goal changes. Hearing that ensuring that faculty have the information they need was the second highest predictor of student success reassured me that the work I'd been doing was needed and valuable, even if I didn't always see it on the surface. Following the keynote, I attended some great client sessions. I was faced with a decision. Stick with the data analytics track, or explore the assessment and finance sessions. I was eager to learn how other campuses were utilizing data, so I chose to focus on the sessions that were part of the analytics track. I knew that Lorelyn Taylor and Christina Phillip were gonna do great because I'd heard a lot of what they had shared at the 2022 AIR Conference in Arizona, where they were joined by Jason Simon. In fact, those three played a huge part in helping me to shape the data maturity framework that I use today. Even as I saw their PowerPoint slides, I realized I needed to make edits to my own so that they were more engaging. As I move forward in my career, I try to be a bit more aware of what the audience see when I present findings, and I have a plethora of great resources to help me improve that skill. Laura Lynn, and Christina reminded me of the importance of design uniformity throughout all the dashboards. I never considered that different designs for each KPI would lead to increased cognitive load, but it makes sense. It would be similar to me driving down a road where the traffic has been consistently slow paced for the last 45 minutes, and the next thing I know I'm in rush hour and there are cars everywhere as I drive around the city. All of a sudden, I'm on high alert and checking all of my mirrors and paying attention to everyone around me. It was a reality check to make sure all of the charts that are created are easily consumable and intentional. I try not to make new chart designs just because I can, but I also have to make sure that program directors don't ask for shiny things that don't really have a purpose either. I really like the dashboard that displayed the proportion of a program's population compared to the overall, and I plan to create something similar using market share information so that leaders can see how their programs contribute to the big picture. It felt like Helio Campus purposely set up the order presentations so that we could dive deeper. Laurelin and Christina set up the framework on improving data maturity, and then the other sessions demonstrated how they carry it out at their campuses. Selena Cush and Melissa Williams Smith shared how they provided their leaders training on how to use dashboards to find information. I love the way that Melissa tried to keep the training of how to use the dashboards interactive and fun. Comparing the dashboards they used to that found in a car was a brilliant application, and I loved the door prize idea. We had offered donuts to encourage leaders to join us at our on-campus training of the PD repository, but most opted for the remote sessions instead. Melissa had a great idea to check for understanding throughout the trainings by asking the audience poll questions, which provided great data about what topics needed to be revisited. These trainings ensured that leaders understood they had the answers to many of their questions right at their fingertips. Another presentation I want to highlight is Randy Oswald's analysis of organizing dashboards. This was very important to me because we have hundreds of dashboards at our institution that need to be categorized, updated, and likely archived. I loved his suggestion of having foundation reports a set of dashboards that are central and can be trusted. They provide an anchor and confidence that the other dashboards that are created can be distilled back to these reports, ensuring a single source of truth. Well, as much as possible, anyway. When he showed the potential of attaching tags to the dashboards in Tableau, I was amazed. A few extra minutes of creating meta tags during creation makes it much easier to organize and find similar dashboards. I also liked having a system for tracking what dashboards were recently reviewed using different color indicators and organizing them into a tableau table for easier reference. After hearing all of these great insights from the presenters, it was my turn to contribute to the conversation. Although the turnout was smaller than I expected, likely due to the timing and competing sessions, the smaller audience allowed for a more interactive workshop experience. I received some great feedback about visualization and clarification, as well as suggestions to use percent change instead of CAGR value to monitor program health because it was easier to understand. Those who use CAGR are typically business people and the value it provides over using simpler definitions like percent change is minimal at best. At future events, I plan on sharing more of our next steps as we continue to refine the process and materials that directors have when monitoring their program health. So overall, this was a great set of presentations where each provided me something to take back to my campus and try to implement. I want to thank Helio Campus for inviting me to share my work at the summit, and I look forward to the next time I can interact in a similar venue. Next time, we'll get back to the regular schedule of topics relating to key skills by talking about strategies to accurately interpret data. You can have the best ideas and plans for building data maturity in your organization, But if the data isn't interpreted correctly, it'll be much harder for leaders to make correct decisions that hopefully will improve student outcomes. As we prepare to explore strategies for accurate data interpretation in our next episode, remember that understanding your data is just the beginning. Implementing these insights effectively within your organization can often require a tailored approach. If you're seeking personalized guidance to navigate your data challenges and enhance data maturity within your organization, I'm here to help. I have a few slots open this month to collaborate on solutions tailored to your needs. Reach out at bcdatainsights at gmail.com and let's discuss. Together, we can turn data hurdles into opportunities for growth and positively impact student outcomes. Thanks for tuning in, being part of our data analytics journey in higher education. Your involvement and feedback are incredibly valuable. Remember, you can always reach out with your comments and questions on LinkedIn or via email. I'd love to hear how these insights from the summit may benefit your institution. You could also share some of the challenges you face when explaining insights to your leadership. Found today's discussion enlightening? Share this episode with peers and help us reach a wider audience that is passionate about data-driven decisions in education. Your support can help us hit our goal of 50 listeners expand our community. Remember, every data point helps to shape the story of a data-informed campus. Until next time.